Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and we have a special treat. Dr. Ernst was able to stop handling his flight stick while watching the Top Gun 2 trailer long enough to give us his college football picks. So without me yammering on, let's get to it. Women want him, men want to be him. Here's Dr. Ernst, already several beers in progress. Two oh one, Buffalo versus Charlotte six and a half, Bahamas ball. Charlotte catching six and a half. So Buffalo's defense has been good all year. I think they finished the best in the MAC in several categories, including total defense. On the other side of the ball, they had a freshman QB to start the year. I don't think he was very good, uh, but he he got hurt, and uh, they had another QB replace him. They finished strong down the uh, stretch. Made it to a bowl game. Charlotte did the same thing. I think Charlotte won uh, maybe five games in a row to get bowl eligible. But I haven't seen Charlotte play. I'm going to be off this game. But keep in mind, there's weather in this game. 25 mile an hour plus wins. That's probably why the, why the total in this game has ticked down so much. I don't know how that weather is going to affect things. So I'm off this game. 203, Kent State versus Utah State, uh, showing minus seven, maybe uh, minus six and a half. First go ball. Okay, Kent State, uh, uh, FBS's youngest head coach, Sean Lewis. They have the flash, fast, fast offense. Won the final three games of the year to get bowl eligible for the, only the third time. And they've never won a bowl game. So I would say they've got something to play for. Utah State from the Mountain West. Seems like it would be a step up for Kent State out of the MAC, but Golden Flashes, they played some tough teams this year, including Auburn, Wisconsin, and Arizona State. Utah State quarterback Jordan Love, he's moving on to the NFL, but he might be playing in this game. He was set to play. He's recently apparently been arrested for some marijuana, him and running back Bright. Uh, that, that we're waiting to see if they are going to play in this game. Uh, but it's been a disappointing season for Jordan Love uh, at quarterback. He was a big NFL prospect going into the season. Uh, he still is, but he threw 16 interceptions to go with his 17 touchdown passes this season. 
Uh, there's certainly a narrative in this game that Jordan Love's going to come out and have his A game on display in the final outing for all the NFL scouts. You get two offenses that are going to be up tempo. Utah State hasn't looked good for me on several occasions this year. And I'm not inclined to believe a team or a player that hasn't looked good can just flip a switch. So for me in this game, it's going to be golden flashes or nothing. I'm going to lean Kent State. All right, 207 San Diego State, Central Michigan. Uh, three and a half is what I'm seeing. All right, so maybe a, a line shift uh, from 4.5 down to 3.5. Maybe it was based on Jawan Washington being listed as questionable in this game, the running back. San Diego State, despite being 9 and 3, is not the San Diego State team of old. Normally, they have a dominating running attack with gashing runs every time you turn around, running backs dating back to Marshall Falk, the last one being Rashad Penny. I believe he plays for the Seahawks. Uh, but this year, they're 93rd in the FBS in rushing, and that is pretty per perplexing for me uh, because the offensive line has largely been healthy. And I think it's really a product of the QB and the QB not being able to throw downfield as effectively as he needs to be. Now, this is ironic that it would be a product of the QB because the QB coach apparently has been garnering some interest. He's just taken a head coaching job. I believe it's at Lamar College in Texas, but uh, Agnew for me has not been good. Interestingly enough, in their last game, Agnew didn't play due to an injury. Baker came in. He went 19 for 24 in the win over BYU through a touchdown pass and zero interceptions. Agnew has been the, given the green light to come back in this game, as far as I understand. I think he'll start, but I'm not sure why. Uh, San Diego State's defense, however, it's been the best in the MAC. Rocky Long went as far as to say it's the best defense performance from the first game to the last game in the 10 years he's been coaching the Aztecs. Central Michigan coming off a MAC championship loss to uh, Miami of Ohio. I got to believe that talent-wise, San Diego State's going to have an edge here because the Mountain West is a class above the MAC for sure. But San Diego State's offense hasn't looked good enough for me. They put up 11 points versus a Hawaii defense that has zero, zero first or second team all Mountain West players from a motivation standpoint. San Diego State, uh, just off a big rivalry game for them in the big home win versus BYU. Tears were shed in the locker room afterwards due to this emotional last home game for some of the seniors. Uh, they also had a chance for a big uh, bowl game, but they lost the, uh, the conference finale to Hawaii, so they ended up in one of the early bowls versus a MAC opponent. Uh, the MAC conference has not been good in the past two years in bowl games, but I'm going to take a flyer on my guy, uh, McIlwain, one more time. I'm, I'm actually just going to lean Central Michigan in this game. The over-under is the lowest uh, of these bowl games. It's at 41. I think it's actually ticked down from 41.5. I can see why it's so low. You know, are we going to see the defense that's fired up to play against the MAC team, the San Diego State defense? Are they really going to be ready to play? Uh, Central Michigan's defense hasn't been bad this year. They haven't been great either. Yeah, a couple quarterbacks missing. I'm intrigued uh, looking at the over here in this game. I might get to the window on that game. For now, it's just a lean. All right, 209, Liberty versus Georgia Southern. Seeing minus five, Cure Bowl in Orlando. 
So if you just compare the schedules between the two, it seems like the obvious choice here would be Georgia Southern. They have a common opponent in New Mexico State, and Georgia Southern did have a much easier time than Liberty with that opponent. Uh, Liberty did also lose to Rutgers. So, you know, uh, Georgia Southern, look, they knocked off Appalachian State. They also played LSU and almost knocked off Minnesota early in the year. They really started to get banged up on the offensive line throughout the season, and it appears that they still are. They had a 10-win season last year. They maybe could have had another one this year without some of the injuries on the offensive side. So even though this is an obvious one, I'm not going to bet against my boy Hugh Freeze. I mean, look, when he was coaching at Ole Miss, this guy knocked off Alabama two times, so I'm not looking to bet against him here. I'll let Sex Panther make the obvious choice for you here, the obvious play, and pick Georgia Southern. But I'm going to be off this game. All right, 211. SMU uh, versus Florida Atlantic. Boca Raton Bowl at Boca Raton. Basically a home game for uh, the Owls. And I'm seeing three points. So Lane Kiffin was the first topic that I mentioned um, when talking about the uh, Conference USA championship matchup versus UAB a couple a couple weeks ago for the Owls. Uh, this time there's no Lane Kiffin. He's going to Old Miss. And so will we have a Willie Taggart sighting at this game? Because he's set to take over for the Owls. I'm kind of I kind of initially wanted to lean towards the uh, SMU side here. Uh, they've only lost two games this year, and they lost the two teams that have been very consistent and good all year in Memphis and Navy. I'm still kind of leaning that way, uh, but maybe FAU has got a little something trying to play for the, for the new coach. Uh, but for now, it's going to be a lean on the SMU side. 213, FIU versus Arkansas State. I'm seeing two and a half. Camilla Bowl. Okay, and this one, I'm just going to lean FIU. I haven't seen either of these two play a whole lot this season. I did bet against FIU in the first game of the season versus Tulane. Tulane had a big blowout win. Um, but I think FIU's had an a, a injury to the quarterback. I don't think he was 100% all year. I think maybe he's going to get a little bit healthier here. FIU played a little bit better down the stretch. They had a big win versus Miami. Uh, they got Butch uh, Davis at uh, as the head coach, and he's in his third year there. And I think maybe James Morgan, the senior, in his last game, he has a good game. This offense gets rolling. This defense, I think, is healthy. I'm going to lean FIU in this game. All right, 215, Washington versus Boise State, the Las Vegas Bowl. Yeah, this one's a tough game for me to decide here. I think in this game, for me, I think there's a little bit of home field advantage for Boise State. Um, look, it's the same conference as uh, UNLV, so they played at this venue before. Um, I think Boise State has overachieved a little bit, while Washington has underachieved this year. I don't think the new Washington head coach necessarily has anything to prove at in, in, in this first spot as head coach. I don't know if 
if Peterson's going to be in the sideline or not for this game. Obviously, Peterson has stepped down. Um, the new coach uh, was one of the uh, defensive coordinators. Uh, they've treated him pretty well there, so I don't think he has any kind of chip on him sh- his shoulder or anything. Trey Adams and Jason Kirkland on the offensive line for Washington. They're going to be out of this game. I think Trey Adams is sitting out for the NFL. Uh, tight end Hunter Bryant, he's also going to be skipping this and he's, as he moves on to the NFL. Um, I haven't seen enough consistency from Washington this year. Has me maybe thinking about leaning Boise State in this game. Um, as good as a defense as um, uh, these two teams have, the head coach is a defensive coordinator. And Boise State, I think they've got everybody playing in this game. So maybe I'm intrigued by the under here in this game as well. Yeah, 217, App State versus UAB, 17, maybe 16 and a half. RL Carriers, New Orleans Bowl. Yeah, App State uh, head coach Drinkwitz uh, moves on to coach uh, at Missouri. So App State obviously won the Sun Belt Conference. They got the cover by 0.5, a half a point. Uh, in that championship game, congratulations, Arch, uh, for making this big lock of the, the year pick against Earns and winning by a half a point. That's fantastic. So I mentioned on the last show about how I thought UAB was fortunate to get that Conference USA um, division title um, because of some of the suspensions LaTeX has. The UAB offensive line, they were down this year after being pretty good in 2018. So while the Blazers' defense this year has been really good, the offense has kind of inversely struggled. So, look, UAB, they've played kind of a weak schedule this year. But you know what? So has Appalachian State. And you know what? I'm going to take a shot with this UAB defense with all those points. I'm taking the UAB Blazers plus the points in this game. All right, BYU uh, actually at Hawaii. Two points. Kalani Sataki's coming back home. I think he's originally from Hawaii. He has a lot of family and friends around there. Um, so he says they're highly, highly motivated to win this game. Uh, BYU, they've been less than impressive to me, so I consider it a little out of character if they do win this game. Although, look, BYU rolled big in their bowl game last year versus Western Michigan out of the mat. Hawaii, off a Mountain West Championship game loss, they were stopped twice on downs at the Boise State 1 and the Boise State 5-yard line, so they easily could have scored more points in that game. Um, I've played, or they've played some common opponents this year with conflicting results. It depends on which games you want to look at to draw conclusions with. Hawaii, a win over San Diego State. Uh, BYU lost their last game to San Diego State. But Hawaii has had two blowout losses to Boise State. While BYU had a win over Boise State. So I, I guess for me, I, I get hung up uh, on, on some outings by BYU over the past couple years under Sataki. Uh, last year, the Utah State game and the Northern Illinois game. Uh, this year, the Toledo game and the Liberty game. Like I think um, 
BYU's might have a tough time stopping Hawaii and vice versa. I think I might lean the over here and also on the Hawaii side. Actually, I'm going to bet the Hawaii side plus those points. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.